Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. The Bible said there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at the gate of the rich man's table, desiring to be fed just from the crumbs which would fall from his table. And it came to pass that the beggar died. And he was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. It's precious faith that will let you be carried by angels. On this earth when you die, you may be carried by all kinds of people, important people wearing suits and all that. But the main thing that you need to be carried by are by angels. Yeah. Bible says he was carried. Have you seen when somebody dies and they carry the coffin? He was not escorted. He was carried. Your spirit is a real, there's a real person, a spirit in you. Bible calls it the inner man or another place he calls it the hidden man or the man who is hidden. The inner man, the hidden man of the heart. He was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. But the rich man, Bible says, but in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, for I'm tormented, I'm suffering. I was preaching one time at the condemned cells of Insawan prison. 125 condemned prisoners. And I told them, it will be better because you see, when I, was, when I was preaching, somebody came to fetch water. And when I fetch water, I realized that in hell there is no water. And I told them that this prison is like Sheraton Hotel compared to hell. And I told them that you, you better thank God that you can go from condemned cells to glory. Amen. It's better to go from Condemned cell to glory down from East Legon to hell. Zazo. How many would like to go from Zongo Junction to heaven or from East Legon to hell? Aye. Thank God for an opportunity. Bible said he was carried. By angels. Just as the rich man was carried by. When you are poor man, you die, nobody carries you. One day I went to mile 11. We were going for a funeral. One of our church members was dead. And as we were marching a procession, I saw a pickup, Nissan pickup. And I saw them throwing something into a big hole. So I said, what is that? So I let the procession go and I just turned right and I went to look. When I got, do you know, when I got to the pickup, do you know what I saw? Lazarus. They were burying Lazaruses. Beggars. People with no relatives. People who have been knocked down. No relative. No owner. The Bible says that the poor man died. And was carried. No funeral. But the rich man. They will give you invitation cards. To his funeral. They will change his clothes. He's more like beauty queen during the night. 
it will be changing. Hallelujah. Thank God for precious faith. How many are glad that you have something to believe in? Oh, one of the hopeless things in life is death. I tell you, I remember when my father died, I thought that life was useless as I stood over his body in the sitting room of our house. I thought, what is this? And I tell you, it is a hopeless thing without Christ. But it is Christ that gives some hope to this life. Because all that we are doing is going to end suddenly. But because of Christ, we have some, we have hope. We are looking forward to something which unbelievers don't have. They don't have anything. They are not looking forward to it. But we are looking forward to glory, to heaven. We are looking forward to mansions, to places in heaven. Oh, my mansion is waiting for me in heaven. One day, I met a pastor. I sat with him in a hotel. He told me, he said, I had a vision. I was taken to heaven. And when I got to heaven, I was shown a certain house. And he told me, this house was, the house was up on a hill. Do you know that the value of your house goes higher when you are on a hill? Yeah. 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 At least in, in abroad, if you are, you know, up on a hill, up on a mountain. Oh, man. Or overlooking a lake. Hillside. Mountain view. And he, he pointed out and said, you see that? And he said, that house, that mansion belongs to T.L. Osborne. They showed him in the vision. That mansion belongs to T.L. Osborne. He's coming here for it soon. We're expecting him soon. Hey, sister, your house is being prepared. You don't have to hire any masons, contractors, carpenters. They are doing it for you there. Angelic carpenters and masons. And you think about how you're living right now. You are staying with 13 people in the house. You are sharing, going to public toilets. You are going here. No water. This, that. Heaven, there's water supply. There's everything. <laughs> it's powerful. Are you glad there's going to be water and electricity? There's going to be light. Now, I don't think we'll need light. The glory of God. Of course, it's marvelous and stupendous. <laughs> I'm glad. That's why I'm a preacher. Some people wonder, what, what, why are you preaching? I'm preaching because of the precious faith. I, I want to share this precious faith with any time I'm flying, you know, and I look down and I see people, I begin to wonder if they have the precious faith that I have. Do they have what I have? I remember one time I was landing in Malawi, you know, and I saw these little villages and huts in Lilongwe International Airport. Lilongwe. Do you know Lilongwe? There's a place called Lilongwe. And I look at the people, I said, do they have the precious faith oh. I have? I want them to have the precious yeah. faith. Yeah. Amen. Any group of people, I want them to have the precious faith that I have. That's why I'm a preacher. And you people should support me to be a preacher. Amen. Amen. And you support the work of God so that people will have the precious faith that we have. It's precious. I could preach about this for weeks. Precious faith. Oh, it's worth more than money. More than cars. More than houses. It's precious. It makes meaning of our lives and of all that we are doing. Are you glad you have precious faith? Amen. Let's read the next verse. 
second peter and it says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of our lord jesus oh i, got, I don't seem to be able to get away from this more grace will come to you the more of the knowledge of god you have how many realize sometimes you've got a thousand problems but when you come to church and you hear the word of god somehow you seem to become peaceful how many realize that you become peaceful you become relaxed and there's no reason for the relaxation there's no explanation why are you okay there are so many problems peace perfect peace grace help somehow you have extra energy for tomorrow thank God for grace and for peace amen and in verse 3 it says according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue according as he has given us all things everybody say all things what does all mean all means every all means everything ah, it's up here everything that pertains to this life happiness prosperity blessings and godliness what do you need to be godly what do you need to serve God God is giving that to us through through what the knowledge of him that is why you'll be better off buying a book than a meat pie you can't compare a book give me one meat pie please give me one meat pie and one book you cannot compare a meat pie with a book it's a good message it's a very good message tell somebody he's preaching a good message how do you compare a meat pie with a book and yet the average Christian is spending a lot of time and money on food but very little on the knowledge of God and the power of God comes through us through the knowledge power comes through knowledge power comes through knowledge power comes through knowledge the reason why America is ruling the world is because they have knowledge we don't have. They know how to make cars. If you look on the car park, you will about me see something that was made in America. And the Germans are also ruling. They have power through knowledge. And Africans, we don't like reading. Pray for anybody who writes a book in Africa. Because we love to be blessed we love singing and dancing you see we are better at dancing and singing than white people one day i was dancing and my steps were not going and somebody said oh you are a white man i said thank you very much god bless you yeah but you see we are better at dancing black people are better at dancing and are better at singing than white people because we know how to dance we know how to sing is it not true we know how to play Run. drums and instruments into shape. When you, when you go to a white church and they are doing praises. I mean, if you are used to a certain kind of praise and worship, you, you will not be happy. 
<laughs> we can dance and sweat everything from underwear to the what is outside. It's wet. From inside out, it's wet. And then you open the book of knowledge and say, okay, let us read Second Peter. Then, go, oh. then the African man is going to sleep. Zazo. It's a good message. I said it's a very good message. Is what I'm saying true or it's not true? We will dance until we are wet. Look at the boy. What is this? Chicken. How much is the chicken? Five thousand. Wow. This chicken. And this is book. It's a good message. Can you compare this to this one will go in and it will come out. It's a good message. And this one will go into and give you power. Well, I realize. And it will give you power to get plenty of this. Yeah, that's it. And it will give you the power to ask when you are buying the chicken that is it Ghana made chicken? Is it hormones imported chicken? Chicken without feathers. You know these chicken that we have been buying, these imported ones, you see them? Chickens without feathers, they, something that is supposed to grow in three months, it grows in six weeks. The thing is big. Medicine. And they cannot even sell it abroad. It is Ghana that they will come and sell. Then they will be selling you beat it. <laughs> Medicine. <laughs> you see the growth hormones. You see some children are growing very big. All those are the growth hormones in the, in the chickens. Suddenly, you see, 10 years old, they're having, uh, 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 they're having their menstrual period. And nine years old, these are the hormones, growth hormones. Something that's supposed to grow in three months, four weeks, the thing has become big. And your child is eating every day. Will your child also not become very big suddenly? But this one will give you power. Hmm? Who wants the chicken? Look at them. And who wants the book? More people want the book. All right. Brother, you can have the chicken after church. And you can also have the book. So, look at that. Power has been given. Don't be jealous, please. Power has been given eh, unto us all things that pertain to this life and godliness through what? Knowledge. Knowledge. So, I am telling you, since that is our weakness, let us become more interested than ever in knowledge, in the word of God, in the books, in the tapes. In the Bible, the knowledge of God, I tell you, don't joke with your tapes. Play a tape when you are traveling, anytime you are, play a tape, play a CD, not just music, word, so that you, you will grow and you will begin to have power. Look at me, preaching to all of you today. Important, sometimes when I look at the important people who work for me, I'm surprised. 
I have all kinds of people who come and work in the church. Sometimes I'm amazed. The other day I was counting out, I have about six lawyers in the church, four architects, seven or eight doctors, including some specialists, all of them working. Accountants, chartered accountants, engineers. Look at me, who am I? Where did I get such power? To have such people to work for me, important people. Through what? My medical? No, 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 no. I don't, that's not what I mean. Through the knowledge of God. It's the knowledge of God that brought me to where I am. Knowledge of God brings power. Let's invest ourselves in the knowledge. I tell you. Knowledge of God. Get into the knowledge of God. So I've, I have seen absolute illiterates. Pastoring ambassadors and presidents. When I look at the life of somebody like Bishop Duncan William, a total illiterate. Yet his church is the church that the ministers of state have been there before seeing NDC and NP people having argument there over who is important to him. A complete illiterate. Never been to class three before. Through the knowledge of God, not, the, not just in, in knowledge of science or computers. Thank God for those, that knowledge. But they, I'm talking about the knowledge of God. It gives power you can never imagine. Power. You see ministers of states and all kinds of people. Where does this power come from? Ambassadors, presidents, <laughs> and illiterates. Where did the illiterate get the power? Through the knowledge. And look at you. Many of us have not been to school. Have not been to much school. You're supposed to go to school to give you knowledge. But also invest yourself in the knowledge of God. Young people. If you are young here, go to school, finish school, and then develop yourself in the knowledge of God. Don't tell yourself that the knowledge of God is inferior. Uh, I, I can get the other thing, computer. I'm going to do software. I'm going to do what? Uh, uh, what are the networking and what? Websites and whatever. Hardware and what? That's just get the knowledge of God to help you. It's a good message. And let's read the next verse, verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now listen, listen carefully. God's plan is that you and I should be partakers of the divine nature. Character. Pastor Silas, character of God, the character of Christ, that is his plan for you. God's plan is that you should partake of a certain nature. Jesus' nature of love, of forgiveness, of mercy. Oh, we need more love. Of course, we need more love. We need forgiveness. There's no mercy in the world. There's no forgiveness. There's no peace. The history of this world is the history of war. If you look at your family, you see the history of your family is conflict. I don't know your family, but you just look into your family. You see, this one doesn't talk to this. This one doesn't talk to that. This one. How many realize that that's how your family is? Raise your hand. And you see some people will say, eh, you see, there's certain families. That no, it is in all families. Yeah. All nations. 
white people and black people we are never at peace marriages are never at peace i will never forgive you this and that you see what you've done i swear god i swear allah this and that you will pay for this we need mercy we need love it's a good message god wants people to have the divine nature he wants ladies to have a divine nature that is why god saved you through the knowledge of god you will begin to have the nature divine nature ladies ladies first you know so i'm taking the ladies first you will have the divine nature and you'll be godly you'll be loving you'll be forgiving even when you have been hurt terribly terribly jesus was hurt terribly when they were going to stone him one day jesus said which of the things i did to you are for which of these are you coming to stone me which of the things i have done is the reason why you're about to stone me brothers you have a divine nature you will be loving you have a christian godly character and walk in god's love in holiness in the virtue he has called us to glory and virtue look at it there that's the christian faith he has not called you to money and riches don't be deceived that is not the gospel the gospel is not a gospel of money some people are preaching and the whole church has become almost a financial empire <laughs> but the thing he's called us for is to glory look at it in verse 3 the last two words he has called us to glory and to virtue virtue speaks of character and goodness within the heart the real nature of the person is good and then look at it, it says that he has that by this you might partake of the divine nature which is the nature of forgiveness and love patience if truthfulness if you are patient there will be fewer wars if we are forgiving there will be more peace if, if president bush had been patient with iraq because they gave them a big document to read and they said it's too big and they can't find the weapons by reading all these things so they didn't read it <laughs> they didn't read it they said they can't read it and they didn't read it and they went to war do you know how many people have died we, we are sitting here the people's fathers are dead people's children are dead people's uncles cousins husbands many people are dead and dying huh because one person would not have patience kindness that's the divine nature how many are going to have the divine nature oh if we have more people working with the divine nature we won't have stealing yeah. oh. we'll escape the corruption that yeah. is in the world now how is corruption what is corruption corruption another word for corrupt the word corruption is to spoil how many don't want to be spoiled your life can be spoiled now when you have lusts and desires for things that god has not given to you you spoil your life amen, amen. 
if I am relating to a woman and I now desire the woman sexually, I am spoiling my relationship with her. I've spoiled it actually. Do you understand? Yeah. If as a pastor, I now am after money, I've spoiled, I've corrupted my ministry. So corruption comes through lust. Read it. I'm just reading you the Bible. You don't need notes. All you need is what is there. Escape the corruption that is in the world through lusts or desires. The whole church is gone astray because of our desire for money. We have gone wacko. Completely different. Corrupted. Your life. Look at the politics. Do you think that the leaders of the nations of this world are just interested in the good of the nation? No! If they're just interested in the good of people, the decisions taken will be very different. But they, they have a desire to be in power. So when you have a desire to be in power, certain things, then the, the corruption begins. And they are no more pure. It's not just for the good of people. When you see politicians, I remember when my father went to do uh, politics, MPP. After the election, he came to me, he said to me, if anybody tells you, he was sitting down, he said, anybody tells you that these people are, they are doing whatever for the love of the nation, he said, I am the one telling you, it's not true. It's not true. You see the toilet we built here? If somebody loved the people. Do you know how many people from here walk to the beach to go to the toilet? Huh? <laughs> Hundreds of people. If you go to Choco, you will not be happy to the beach. There is no, <laughs> there is no toilet. There is no toilet here. Seven and a half years ago, we built this toilet. The government wanted it, needed it, so they said. And then politics came in. Then the desire to remain in power. At that time, NDC people were in power. So I remember we went to see some MPP people. When they saw the politics, they told us, you know, due to certain whatever, uh, so on it you see the whatever the gang people this that so they left it that time they were not in power now they've been in power three and a half years we are left with six months to go and that's it who cares about the people here politicians huh, wonderful let me tell you there will be many more bridges and many more roads the roads are in people's accounts and the bridges are in people's swiss bank accounts and in their stomachs the corruption you see even in america there are things they say it's not politically correct it's not helpful to expedient politically it's good for the people if it is just because you love people why would america not go to liberia and go and help the people there i watched on television they brought 500 dead bodies and put them at the gate of the american embassy and said these people are being slaughtered every day come and save us and the american ship was just on the coast there not a single soldier put his foot on the ground. But in Baghdad and Iraq, hmm, they go and light, they spend 4.7 billion cities every month. 
there's a good reason to be there so you realize that the so-called angelic america you realize that it becomes corrupted because you can see that there are other desires not just but there's a desire for staying in power a desire for certain things what desires do you have that is corrupting your life a normal life that you have lived your desire for sometimes a desire for power a desire for a man a desire for a child a desire for money maybe that has corrupted even your calling and because of that you are spoiled tell with me to second timothy i want to show you something as we close first timothy chapter six it says in verse six but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing in this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out having food and raiment let us therewith be content verse 9 but they that will be rich in other words they that have such a strong desire to be rich fall into what temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition for the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith hallelujah and pierced themselves through with many sorrows ladies and gentlemen there are many sorrows amen, amen. many sorrows for somebody who is not a pastor and also for someone who is a pastor many sorrows our drive to get things to get money we have to have a desire for God Bible says seek ye first and the reason why he said first is because when you finish seeking God first your desire and your zeal and your everything has gone down everything else is reduced everything else becomes second I thank God that I put him first and I, I always pray for myself that he will be the only one that I desire because I've realized that my whole life is spoiled when I have another desire I must only desire one thing I must only desire him how many things do you desire you can only desire you can have many things but your desire must be for one it says then that will be rich fall into foolish lusts and hateful things may God help you not to corrupt your divine nature tell somebody you have a divine nature from today don't spoil it don't destroy your life amen one brother said to me me i like money pa. i met a brother he went to prison he came back after five years i said what is this so he stole he said i've been stealing since i've been a christian i've been stealing but now that i've been in prison i'm stopping christian don't wait to go to prison before you stop stealing amen, amen. amen. one brother came to me say I, I, young girls are my weakness don't wait till you have HIV because it's spoiling your life. Corrupting. It's corrupting. Some of us, we would sacrifice anything for a man. What is a man? What is a man? No man can make you happy on this earth. Don't spoil your life. Don't spoil what God has. Don't corrupt. He says the corruption. Everybody say corruption. corruption. That, is in the world. that is in the world. The whole world is corrupt. Yeah. 
The whole world is corrupt. Look at the, look at the Ghana. The whole country. What has Porter? When we started independence 47 years ago, one dollar was one CD. One pound was one CD. Look at us. Corruption. The whole thing is twisted. It's not a simple matter of development. All those words that they speak out when they are doing politics. It's, there are other things. There are other things. What other things are in your heart? What other things are in your heart today? I always pray for my heart. What is in my heart? That's what the Bible says. Search me, O Lord, and know my thought. Try me and know my thought and see if there be any wicked way in me. What else is in my heart? Is it so? What am I looking for? That is what keeps you and spoils and corrupts the divine nature that God has given to you. What else are you looking for? What if you see somebody, she wants to serve the Lord. Just a man will wake up from somewhere. And that's the end of the calling. A beautifully anointed and gifted person. A man has come to take away your whole life and your calling. Corruption through lust. I want to ask you. I want to ask pastors. I want to ask church members. What are you lasting? What is your desire? I tell you, as soon as there's any other desire, your ministry is bought. Your life is destroyed. Relax and set your affection on things above. And let's seek for the Lord. And you'll be surprised. Today I'm blessed. I have many things. I'm not a poor person. But I don't desire them. My lust and my heart is not my, my, my desire. If you put me on my knees now and ask me to pray for my one desire is God. <laughs> and he has given me. And that's why he can even give me the things because they are, they, they are meaningless to me. They are not things I'm working for. They shall be added unto me. I have. I use. I tell my people who work for me, say, what is a car? A car is not a special thing in my office. It's nothing. It's something you use like shoes. And you, you, you throw it away when you finish. What is a car? Africa, we like cars too much. <laughs> Everybody wants a car. A car is nothing. On the I took off my shoes in my office, I said, a car is like shoes. You wear, and when it's old, you throw it away, get a new one. It's not a special thing. Ghana, our rewards are you go abroad and you have a car. Yeah. And God has blessed you. What is that desire? Desire for crowns, desire for heaven, desire for God. And your calling and your ministry will not be corrupted. The divine nature will not be corrupted. Lift your hand and ask the Lord to bless you with that divine nature. That will not be corrupted. Husbands, let, don't let your divine nature be corrupted by anything else. Father, we thank you. Stand to your feet, everyone, for a moment. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Just lift your hand and just ask the Lord, Lord, I want to walk in that divine nature. I want to walk in your will. I want to walk in your ways today. Thank you for your blessing, for your increase, Lord. Oh, Lord, take away the light. Ask the Lord, search me, Lord. What, what's in my heart? What am I after? What am I looking for? What am I trying to get? What desire is there in me that is spoiling everything? Lord, help me to be free from all those lusts and those desires so that I can have the divine nature and walk in your will. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing in the name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here this evening, this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to be a born-again Christian, I don't know how you came to church or why you came, but 
in your heart you want to give your life to God you want to say pastor pray with me help me I need Jesus and I want to be born again because I tell you unless you are born again one day you will die you will go to hell Bible says except a man is born again he will never go to heaven as every head is bowed and every eye closed this morning pastor help me I want to give my life to Jesus if you are here like that just lift up your right hand just your right hand and I'm going to pray with you just your right hand God bless you God bless you God bless you. I see all your hands God bless you. if you've lifted your hand you want to give your life to God you want me to pray with you just come to me I'm coming down the stairs I want you to come to me from wherever you are come from the back come from here come from the side wherever you are you lifted your hand just come God bless you you want to give your life to God just come come all the way to the front come from wherever you are standing you lifted your hand God bless you just come I want to be like Jesus hallelujah 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 keep coming clap for them as they come clap for them as they come come to Jesus wanna be more can't hear you Bless you. God bless you. Let's pray. Today, I humble myself and I come to you just as I am. I realize today that I don't know you. I realize that I am a sinner but today I humble myself and I ask you to forgive me forgive me and wash me in the blood of Jesus today I receive Christ as my Savior and my Lord come into my heart Lord Jesus forgive me and cleanse me from all my sins from today I will serve you I will follow you please write my name in the book of life from today I am a child of God I am born again because I believe in Jesus as my Savior as my Savior as my Savior and my master and my Lord Thank you, Father, for your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.